0: Good morning, morning to you. Welcome to Brewer's Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer. It is time to talk about what's happening in the world of current events and news. Get your thoughts and opinions on all of that by calling or texting 918-756-3646. That's the number. Again, text or call. One number does it all. We love to get your thoughts and opinions about what is going on out there in the world. Again, the number 918-756-3646 is the number. And we're glad you're listening this morning. We, Of course, we do uh, archive the program on the website, listen to the brew.com. And it's also a podcast out there in the podcast world. Again, it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google. So be sure to subscribe to the program, share it with all your friends and family and everyone else. Of course, it's Monday. And unfortunately, really nothing going on out there in the world. So going to be a short program today. Nothing much to talk about. <laughs> Just kidding, we have quite a bit to talk about. If you haven't noticed, a lot of stuff happened over the weekend. Good morning, Vicki, to you, and good morning to everyone else listening. And and you can listen. Hey, by the way, you can listen on our new app. Did you know we got a new app? Man, we're kind of excited about it. We're we're uptown Charlie Brown now. We've got an app on the Apple Store. We haven't got our Google app yet. I don't know what the holdup is on uh, on Android. I guess it is. I don't have an Android. But we have have an Apple app. It's in the App Store. Just go to the App Store, look for The Brew. And it was the first one that popped up the last time I checked. It's free, of course, and you can listen on your phone or your tablet that way, which is, you know, kind of cool. So check that out. Anyway, good morning to you. I hope you had a good weekend and, and you're ready to go back to work. We are broadcasting live from Santa Rosa, Florida. Where it's a balmy 39 degrees. (laughs) Oh, I tell you what, karma is something, isn't it? I was making fun of you people last week back home in Oklahoma because of all the freezing temperatures. And what do we have? 30s in Florida. That's what we have. It's It's not fair, to say the least. (laughs) But... It is what it is. We're we're traveling around, and we we have a camper. We're pulling it behind the pickup. And uh, I told you some of the fiasco last week. I'm going to spare you more of the fiasco this morning, except to say the the manufacturers of this trailer we have, which is an Intech, It's kind of it's a really cool camper. It's kind of modern looking, and it's it's pretty neat. <laughs> except. For one of the facts that in all of their collective wisdom, the manufacturers decided to build the camper around the damn refrigerator. I kid you not. I kid you not. The refrigerator went out before we left, so we're living out of ice chest. We told you that story last week. So we were we we got parts, we did all kind of stuff. Blessed Dolores' heart. She 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 got the part sent to us overnight. We got the part, the part didn't work. I didn't even tell her. I didn't have the I didn't have the heart to tell her that it didn't work, uh, but now she knows because it's out there. The part didn't work. So we, we, we bought a new refrigerator, and we went to, to uh, de-install, to deplane the refrigerator that we have now. Guess what? It won't go out the door. <laughs> Everybody says, well, did you take the doors off? Well, of course we tried to take them. I mean, the, it, we measured the box of the refrigerator. It will not get out outside of the door. They they built it that way. So, I well, hell, I'll take the door off. I unscrewed all the screws, about 20 of them, and the door was not budging. I mean, it's glued in. I don't know what it is. Even the dudes at the, at the RV place where we bought the fridge said, nah, man, that's a that's a job right there. So we gave them the refrigerator back, and we still have the old one. There it is, right over there, sitting there, not working, and we're still living out of ice chests. It's unbelievable. So... <laughs> They literally built, and there's one gigantic window in the front that that we'd have to take out the entire window to get the thing out the window. So um, what a a weird way to build a camper. I mean, seriously, (laughs) it will not go through the door. That is dumb. If you're going to build a camper and you're going to get into the manufacturing business, be sure to check that out before you get started, get down the road too far. Okay? Get that door wider. Anyway, so that's happening. And it's 39 degrees in Florida, and that's happening as well, and a few other things, but uh, we'll spare you. We do have some things to talk about in the news, so let's just start at the top, shall we? We had the president, the former president, Donald J. Trump, bringing a uh, uh, coming to, to Oklahoma over the weekend. Saturday, he was in Tulsa to be okay uh, at the invitation of Senator Mullen to watch a little wrestling NCAA division one championship wrestling match. And the, the the president showed up and there he was and kind of got a standing ovation when he walked in, the place wasn't very packed. I I noticed when uh, the video I saw, but he had the big entourage and he was flanked of course, by Senator Mullen and Mullen, Mullen's a wrestler himself, his kids are wrestlers and all that. And so that, that happened over the weekend, and and that that was that. I guess I I didn't see any other big gigantic news around that, but there is some other news surrounding the former president, as you no doubt have heard. He he claims Donald Trump says himself he will be arrested tomorrow. That's what he says. He he's basing this on some illegal leaks. From the corrupt, and according to his words, from the corrupt and highly political Manhattan District Attorney's Office, uh, Alvin Bragg. Alvin wants to brag, get his five minutes of fame. There's no doubt some people behind Mr. Bragg. And uh, they're going to try to see if they're going to get away. So this is, of course, all the news. And it's it's somewhat politically fascinating to see how this is playing out. We do know one thing for sure that the Democrats always do, and that is they overplay their hand. (laughs) They do it time and time again, and it always ends up eventually at some point in life backfiring, blowing up in their face. And many people think that's what's going to happen here. This is not the death nail for the former president that they think it's going to be to get him all, you know, with pictures with him in handcuffs. And uh, so, so many people uh, are saying this will solidify his presidency for 24. If he gets indicted and arrested, it's a done deal. And there's, there's several people that have said this. One of those was Elon Musk. He's richest man in the world. Tesla, you know, SpaceX, you've heard of the guy. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a brainchild. He's he's a smart guy. not saying he knows everything, but he's pretty smart. He said the same thing. He said it's pretty much gonna absolutely solidify the presidency for Trump if he gets if they go forward with this. And it looks like they're going to. So far, there's no signs of them backing off of this. Uh Greg Price tweeted out in 2022, the Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, listen to this, reduced fifty-two percent of all felony charges to a misdemeanor. Now he's elevating a misdemeanor to a felony that the feds refuse to prosecute to indict President Trump on. Criminals roam free. Political opponents go to jail. This is your third world country coming into play. The Banana Republic on display. And so this is a joke, and everybody knows it's a joke. It's like it's so stupid and it's overplaying obviously their hand and, and they just don't see the forest for the trees and everybody that's anybody that's kind of halfway smart, you know, like let's say i Ben Shapiro, who is also an attorney and a talk show guy prosecuting Trump over the stormy Daniels payoff is beyond absurd. It's political targeting, obviously. And it's coming from the same DA who pledged in 2022 to not prosecute misdemeanor-resisting arrest, certain obstructions of governmental administration, and prostitution. I mean, this guy's soft on crime. He's reducing felonies down to misdemeanors, trying to make it easy, blah, 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 blah. Oh, ho, ho. but we've got a thing on Trump from back in the day. And, of course, the whole thing is about the payment from the former attorney, Michael Cohen, Trump's attorney, to Stormy Daniels and uh, the hush money. And was it was it illegal campaign use of campaign funds or whatever? It's just, that's that's the whole deal. And that's that seems to be now rising to the top of the Democratic strategy. We'll get him done this way. And we'll we'll just do that. So. What say you? You have an opinion about this deal? I mean, some people... I saw one guy, Joel Pollack, who's a, uh, I believe, editor for Breitbart, said that uh, if they do this... Well, here it is right here. He said, if Trump is indicted over the Stormy Daniels garbage, I am voting for him regardless of anything that happens between now and November 24. End of story. There is no other issue. They cannot turn America into a banana republic unless we allow them to do so. Red tsunami coming. So... Now, this guy is again. It's, it's Joel Pollock. He's he is a senior editor at large of Breitbart News. He's a he's a pretty smart journalist, and I follow this guy. He's, he's pretty sharp, and that's kind of where he is. He's like you know it, we we have to put the guy back in the presidency to show these people that they can't get away with this kind of stuff. But boom, but bang. No, no other issue, no other candidate, no other nothing. So that's that's his stance, which I think is kind of interesting. What say you? How does this affect you? Does it affect you at all? Do you think it's Trump's going down? Trump's going up. It's going to have no effect so far. Ron DeSantis hasn't said anything about it, nor has Nikki Haley. People, they think that's a mistake. Who knows what should be happening. <laughs> it is, it is a tumultuous time to say the very least now. I do think it's a mistake, and I, you know, I don't know. I can't even get my refrigerator out of my camper, so don't listen to me when it comes to political strategy. But I think it's a mistake some of the responses from Trump uh, calling on people around the country to protest, protest, protest. Now, of course, he, he wants it to be peaceful protest, and that's great, of course, as it should be. But... It may not all be peaceful, and he he used a statement in one of his uh, messages out there, if I can f- find it, and, of course, I cannot. But, anyway, he was talking about they're killing our country. We can't let this happen. Protest, protest, protest. And I thought it was a really poor choice of a collection of words, killing our country, protest, protest, protest. I'm thinking, man, come on. Can you, can you not change the wording of that some, somehow a little bit? Don't put killing in the same paragraph as protest, protest, protest. I mean, you know, he didn't say go out and kill people, but, you know, it's, just, it's all together in the same paragraph. And I just thought, man, this is just not a very eloquent way to say this. Surely there's a better way to get your people out there to protest if that's what you want them to do. And, you know, I just think it's, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, is that just a knee-jerk reaction from Trump? Hey, get out there, get in the streets, protest, hell, they're killing the country. Uh, Or does he think through this more? Or is it just, I don't know. I don't know. It's beyond my pay grade. It's it's crazy stuff we're watching right now. I know that for sure. Really crazy. Unbelievable. What in the world is happening to the world? It's it's beyond crazy, is it not? It is. <laughs> it absolutely. Absolutely is. And and if you have an opinion about that, don't don't hesitate to weigh in. And somebody texted in. Uh his choice of words has always bothered me. Well, that's interesting, because, you know, that's that's part of what I've said for quite some time now, and that is that Mr. Trump could could just do things a little differently with this personality, I think. And I think it'd be better for Trump and for the country, for that matter. Because he was a hell of a good president. I mean, he was he was spot on as a president. Look at where we were then from where we are now. Are you kidding me right now? Like, there's no comparison. Zero. None. I mean, we were supposed to get Dinosaur Joe in there, and he was going to be just, you know, the nice grandpa, and he was going to be, able, you know, he wasn't going to light the world on fire, but he wasn't going to wreck the car. That was kind of their whole pitch. And well, the car is in the damn ditch. It's it's gone, actually gone off the cliff. It's, it's at the bottom, and it's it's crashed. The country is crashed thanks to Joe. And so so you know, Trump was a great president, but he. <laughs> He shoots himself in the foot so much, seems to me like, and he could do, you know, things a little differently, seems to me like. Anyway, so that's uh, what is the, So today's Monday. Tomorrow, maybe we'll see if he gets the uh, gets in handcuffs. CNN will be ready with the pictures, you know. And and of course, there's stories are you know floating around about well, what, a, <laughs> what about the other former president? Oh, what? Oh, Clinton. Remember, Slick Willie. How much did they give to Paula Jones? Oh yeah, that's right, eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's right, Paula Jones, eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. That seemed to be okay. That's okay. That's no problems there. <laughs> but not uh, not this deal. It's Donald Trump, and of course he's orange man bad. Got to go down. Got to go uh, down. It's uh, so we'll we'll just have to wait and see now, won't we? What happens tomorrow? Anyway, lots more to talk about in the program. It's 20 minutes past the hour. We will take a quick break and come back. Stay with us. 23 minutes past the hour. You're listening to the Brewers Briefing. I am the Brewer, and I'm glad to have you with us for the program this morning. If you want to weigh in. On anything we're talking about, 918-756-3646 is our number. Text or call. I really appreciate your input. It's always fantastic, and I, and I do appreciate it. So keep that keep that coming on in here, would you? All right. Well, <clears throat> what else do we want to talk about? I'm I'm hoping I can I'm, hoping I'm, I can play this. I'm going to try. It may give me some uh, feedback. We'll see. If it does, then I'll just tell you what the story is. Here's uh, here's our main man from the Pentagon. Um, gosh, I can't even remember his name now. (laughs) Of course, when I'm on the spot. And he's talking about, he's on Fox News Sunday, and he's talking about the meeting between President Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin. Vladimir and Xi meet together at Moscow today. They're having a meeting, and supposedly China is going to ask Russia to back off and stop the war. There's a report coming out of the Jerusalem Post. It says Kiev is expecting, or is it Kiev now? It used to be Kiev, now it's Kiev. Expects China to use its influence on Russia to end the war in Ukraine. Ukrainian foreign minister spokesperson Oleg Nikolenko said on Monday. I'm thinking, hell yeah, that's good news. That sounds great. The first time I've heard anything about this in a while. Ending the war in Ukraine. That's got to be good news. Just come out of the Jerusalem Post. But not so fast. The Americans are not done yet. You won't believe this. I think this is Tony. That's not Tony Blinken. That's not Tony Blinken. Anyway, I'm going to see if I can play this little clip for you. I hope I can without it feeding back. We'll just test it out, okay? And you guys let me know if it goes to dead air and just kind of what happens, okay? Here we go. Monday through Wednesday. But what right. we, have we have said before, before has, and, we'll and we'll say again today, uh, that uh, if uh, yeah,
1: there's uh, some, some out, sort of call for a ceasefire, that's just going to be unacceptable because all that's going to do is ratify Russia's consciousness.
0: All I'm hearing is a ton of echoing and all kind of weirdness on that deal. That didn't seem to work. I have worked with that all weekend. Yeah, Echo on your end. Okay. Uh, I'm Golly. That's so frustrating because I've tried every kind of setting I can try on this thing. I'm doing this from the laptop instead of the, my, my home computer, which works flawlessly, except when it doesn't. So, anyway, I'll just have to tell you what the guy says. This is unbelievable to me. This is the top Pentagon spokesman, whatever his name is. I, I can't think of it right now. He says, straight out of his mouth, if they come out of this, this meeting with Xi Jinping and Putin and they ask for a ceasefire, well, that's just not going to be good enough, says the top Pentagon official. We won't accept a ceasefire. That'll just ratify Russia's position, blah, 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 blah. I didn't hear anything else he had to say after that. I'm like, what are you talking about? What is wrong with you? Oh, that's right. You're about the military-industrial complex. you got to keep that damn thing going. This is unbelievable to me. They come right out and just say this. Uh, ceasefire is not good enough for us. We're not going to accept a ceasefire. Of course, of course, you know, America is dictating to the Ukrainians what the hell they're going to do. That's kind of obvious. They take all our money. They're going to do what we tell them to do. Ukrainian has no say in this. We're going to tell them. I was shocked when I I, I come across this. We won't accept a ceasefire. You got to be kidding me. I mean, it it seems obvious that we wanted this thing, and we still want it. Somebody texted in, yeah, well, we still still have a lot of unused bombs. (laughs) I thought we gave them all to Afghanistan. I guess we still have some, too. Anyway, it's shocking to me. I, I just—it's so frustrating to me as well because I'm thinking, I want this to be over. I want—I want all the money to stop flowing to Ukraine. Get the ceasefire. And you boys settle down over there. Y'all go back home. You guys, chill, and let's do something else with American money. How about that? Let's <laughs> prop up the insolvent banks. Anyway, no, that's not good enough. We're not accepting a ceasefire. We're going to keep this damn thing going. Look it up yourself. I'm sorry I can't play it for you. I have no idea what's wrong with all the, the buttons and to get it without the echo, but I cannot seem to get it done. So look for it and listen to it yourself. Totally disturbing. And in the meantime, Politico is reporting that NATO – Here's a headline, Politico. NATO looking to send 300,000 troops to the Russian border. We're not done. Remember when they told you Donald Trump would start World War III? Oh, no, that was Barack Hussein, Joe, and Victoria Nulit. Started back in 2014 when they overthrew the Ukrainian government. And now NATO is looking to send 300,000 troops to the Russian border. At the same time, the Chinese are talking about telling them to stop. At the same time, <laughs> they're going to arrest Trump, put him in handcuffs. at the same time that Donald J. Trump is announcing a, a campaign rally, according to what I'm reading here, a message Trump is sending by having his first, what is the message Trump is sending by having his first campaign rally in Waco, Texas. On the 30th anniversary of the Waco disaster. That's what it says. Trump announces his first 2024 campaign rally in Waco, marking their 30th anniversary of that disaster down there. Is that sending a, a message of some sort, Don? What do you say? It's it's us against the government, it's us against them. It's 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 uh Man, I don't know. I don't know. But I've been told. Uh, Anyway, won't sing that song. Uh, What else we got happening in the world of news? I don't know. I don't know. Stephen Miller says the idea that a routine private settlement, unconnected to any campaign activity, is a criminal offense because the settlement should have been paid with official campaign funds? Is the most preposterous, ludicrous, idiotic, indefensible, fraudulent legal theory conceivable? Stephen Miller, former uh, advisor to the president. Um, most of all the smart attorneys are saying this is completely uh, shaky legal ground, ethical grounds stupid, completely ignorant. Nobody believes this is anything but a political attack, which is going to backfire on the Democrats. (laughs) Okay. Let it happen. Let it happen. Of course, this this DA, uh, Alvin Bragg, was bought and paid for by George Soros. George Soros put money into all these DA races all over the country, and he's still pouring money into those smaller races. Donald Trump went out there and built Truth Social, spending all his money over there. George Soros went out and put all his money in these local elections, the DAs and judges. And now he's he's putting money into the Wisconsin Supreme Court runnings up there. So there you go. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Do I have happening for you? What do we have queued up? Okay, we got most of it's Trump stuff, but we have other stuff as well. We have other stuff as well. Let me see if I'm going to get to it before we get to this, to this, to this. What is this? Oh, that's way old. Okay, let's let's move on. Let's move on. So we've got the uh, Ukrainian deal and this and that, and the Trump and the this and the that. Okay, <laughs> scrolling here. Lots of stuff I had saved for you. Let's go to uh, let's go to some health news. Here's something you can just do whatever you want to do with this news, but it's out there. A Pew uh, Research data says something kind of interesting. They 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 uh, they asked people in a survey. It's what they do. They survey people. Pew. It's back in 2020. Has a doctor ever or or health healthcare provider ever told you that you have a mental condition? nobody ever asked me that yet but uh, anyway they they did this little research back in the day March uh, of 2020 has a doctor or healthcare provider ever told you that you have a mental health condition and so here's the interesting part they did this based on three different groups according to this little survey conservatives moderates and liberals how do you think this turned out men and women well, let's see. The conservative women down here, the ages between 18 and 49 are the most. It's around 20% or so of the women, only about 15% of the men. Of course, that's it's logical. And then as they get older, it goes down. They, 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 you know, it's less chance of them having a mental issue as they, as they, get, they get older. Moderates, it's a little higher. Women jump up to in the thirty, you know, thirty-two percentage range or something like that. Men are a little higher too, up about eighteen percent between eighteen and forty-nine. Then it starts going downhill again. Now the liberals, <laughs> the liberals, this is where the mental uh, health conditions go off the charts. <laughs> Just say, uh, women eighteen to forty-nine, it is up to the top here. It's over fifty percent, like fifty-two percent of the liberal women have been told they have a mental condition. And the men, it's about 35%. So, you know, hey, just some information. Do whatever you want to do with all that. Liberals seem to have more mental health conditions than conservatives. I don't know what to make of that. It's just this science, you know. I think we all knew that, but now here's some <laughs> charts to prove it. That's hilarious. That is hilarious right there. I don't care who you are. And that's funny stuff. <clears throat> okay, what else we got out there? That's that's funny stuff. I think I got something else here for you in the health world. This is uh, something I came across over the weekend as well for you. Recipients of the Bill Gates' favorite vaccine were found to die at 10 times the rate as unvaccinated children. Now, there's, this is a big Danish uh, study that uh, looked at 30 years of records is what they did. It's a huge study. 30 years of records, they found that the girls who had received the DTP, and I can't remember what all that stands for, uh, you probably know, the, the ones that received the DTP vaccine were 10 times more likely to die than the unvaccinated children. And they were dying not of things that anybody had ever associated with the vaccine, states Robert Kennedy Jr. They were dying of anemia and snail fever and malaria and dysentery and pulmonary respiratory issues like pneumonia, and nobody had ever connected the dots that it was a part of the vaccine until the Danish scientists came in and actually looked at the data. And it was a gigantic study. And this was the Bill Gates DTP vaccine that he was given to Africans and Indians mostly. And the kids were dying at 10 times the rate as the unvaccinated kids. Isn't that something? And yet here's the man still flying all over the planet multi-billionaire, you know, still playing around with vaccines and wants to get the entire population of the planet vaccinated because that's the only way to save the world. Of course, he wants to depopulate the world. He said that on video as well, and, and yet he's doing it all through vaccines. I mean, this stuff is so evil, and so – and it's, it's obvious if you look. Of course, none of this will ever get to any kind of legacy mainstream media. We know that. But thank God for social media that helps us. I mean, social media's got its problems. Trust me, it's it's not all that. In many respects, it, it, you know, it's got issues, but it's also got some good good things happening to it as well. Like like the, like this stuff right here. Like we got these little you know, little groups that go out there and put this out there, and and we can see <laughs> the other side, the rest of the story, as Paul would say. And so it, it's the same thing with the mRNA vaccines. I mean, this stuff is just, it's, um, it's no bueno. It's, uh, it's really mass murder is what it is. Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, guilty of premeditated mass murder leading to genocide and crimes against humanity, according to some folks. And I, I believe it, honestly. I absolutely believe it. Anyway, that's throwing that out there for you too, just to just to chew on, think about, kind of you know, as you're having your breakfast and your coffee and your bloody marys, mimosas, whatever you're having today. I, I'm I'm just having coffee and water. It's Monday. I got a story coming up about racism. You'll find interesting. Trust me on this one. 20 minutes until 9 o'clock, and then we got Tradio with Tricia today. You can buy and trade and sell it and give it away. 9 o'clock, don't miss it. And then we've got a uh, uh, the Rebellion program at 9.30 with Dr. Everett Piper. Every morning at 9.30, it's called the Rebellion. You want to m- check that out, too. It's also a great program. And, of course, Town Talk. Uh, every morning at 7 o'clock where we uh, interview people from around the area and we find out what they're doing and what's happening and uh Marshilla says the DTP vaccine is also given here wonder if it's the same well they did uh according to the interview and it was about a 3 4 minute interview I'm kind of going to play that too but uh Robert Kennedy Jr you can probably google it out there he was talking about they did change the they altered the vaccine but it still did not uh necessarily fix it so anyway you got to do some research on these vaccines you know used to we could just believe the cdc and the fda and the who (laughs) i don't know about that now do you anyway we do know according to the news media sources out there that everybody is a racist not only everybody everything is racist as well and we're going to find out some stuff you probably did not know was racist but (laughs) you will know after this um The things that are racist you did not know. Like the word picnic, for example. That's absolutely racist. You may not have known that. Just kind of throwing some stuff out there. The language police are at work in full force. And uh, don't be using the word picnic anymore. That is absolutely racist. Peanut butter and jelly. The New York Times reporting here. Peanut, butter, jelly, and racism story. Uh, Right here. I I know. You probably didn't know that. Well, in uh, Canada, of course, you know, we got uh, the little group, the girls' group called the Brownies. Mm, changing that name. Girl Guides of Canada renamed Brownies to be more inclusive. Got to get that fixed. Um, dairy, <laughs> also racist story right here. KHN, civil rights group say school lunch programs, dairy emphasis, It's racist. That's right. A report in The Hill covers efforts by 28 civil rights and child care groups to pressure the U.S. Department of Agriculture over what they say is dietary racism in national school lunch programs. Only incentivizing cow's milk is the problem. Children of color are more likely to be lactose intolerant. So, racist. Also, a story from the Washington Post: bicycling, cycling, racist. <laughs> yes, that story right here by this young man, uh, Nathan Carden. Uh, American cycling has a racist problem. Uh, racism has been shaped the history and the uh, present of uh, bicycle use. So I'm seeing a ton of people. You can't believe in this little RV park we're in how many people riding bikes around here. It's the way they get around. There's kids on bikes, little bitty ones, old ones, old people, middle-aged people. Everybody's on bicycles. And I have to go out there and notify them all that they're racist. They need to get off the bikes. It's racist. It's racism. Cycling. Bicycling. They're probably eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches when they go back to the house. (laughs) Racist. Unbelievable. Swimming also, no swimming. Of course, there's no swimming in Florida today because it's 39 degrees. <laughs> I got, I got, I got trouble because I was mocking you people because it was a whole, It was cold back there. And the first two days it was here it was pretty nice. I played golf one day. It was so nice. And then the God says, oh yeah, watch this brewer. I'll, I'll give you some freezing temps down in Florida. We're under freeze warning. I kid you not tonight. So, swimming also, uh, racist CNN reporting that, uh, people in, in the black community are pushing for equality in swimming. It's, it's racist what's going on in that swimming deal right there. Running itself is too white. Doesn't have to be. Running? Hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't think that's true. I can, I can see the peanut butter and jelly thing, but running, I don't think that's racist. Seems to me like the, uh, the black folk run faster and longer. Faster. I mean, who who wins the marathons? The, the the fastest man in the world is a black guy. It's short races and long races. I mean, how is running racist anyway? Doesn't matter. It's racist. They told you so. And so you know, quit running, quit cycling. Coffee, of course, is racist. Here's a here's an article here from I think it's Axios. Is coffee racist? How drinking coffee perpetuates white supremacy. <laughs> I didn't know that. I've already had two or three cups this morning. I did not know I was contributing to white supremacy while having a cup of coffee. But it's true, according to Axios, created by black people for black people and now a pillar of white supremacist capitalism. If you continue to consume coffee, you are helping an industry built on racism. This is how loony toony these people are out there. These people actually write for big name magazines and newspapers. <laughs> hey, you didn't know this one, I bet. Pantry porn. You ever heard of pantry porn? I bet you haven't. It's a trend rooted in racist, sexist behavior, according to a Loyola professor. <laughs> Yes, if your pantry is organized, if you've ditched the cereal boxes for uniform glass containers and opted to plexiglass storage bins in your fridge, you, my friend, are racist. That's right, according to the Chicago professor. And, I mean, they're smarter than we are. These professors, they have big degrees. You know that. Pantry porn. Racist and sexist. Stop it. Oh yes, and general cleanliness. The DC Enquirer says uh, so. This, oh, this is the same, same pantry guy. Sorry, <laughs> the cleanliness also is uh, is a problem. What else do we have here? PETA says phrases like "bring home the bacon" are comparable to racism and homophobia. <laughs> I mean, who knew this stuff? I'm telling you what, if you didn't read all this stuff, you would never know. If you didn't listen to this program, how would you know how racist you are? I mean, you didn't know, and now you know, and I'm, I'm here for it. I'm just doing what I can to help you know how racist you really are. Because I know you didn't know that the phrase, bring it home in the bacon, is comparable to racism and homophobia. CNN, right there, the article says so. By Tara John. There you go. And so what else we got? Shakespeare, of course, all of Shakespeare's plays are about race. He's completely racist. Philosophy, racist. Dialectic reasoning, can't have that. Philosophy, systemic racism. <laughs> it continues. The Welsh language used branded racist and excludes minorities, report finds. Can't, have, uh, can't be used in the Welsh language. That is racist. Uh, not that any of you use that very often, but, hey, you know, you might be thinking about it. Exercise, according to Time Magazine, the white supremacist origins of exercise and six other surprising facts about the history of U.S. physical fitness. <laughs> well, I, I'm not doing much of that, so I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm winning in that category. I did walk yesterday. We walked down to the, to the ocean and saw it, looked at it for a little while. Blue water, white sands, amazing. Did I get in the water? No. No, I did not. Nobody got in the water. Well, one person did. Um, The Washington uh, Post also has an opinion piece. The master's tradition is rooted in racism and sexism. I guess that's a master's degree. Hunting, of course. Hunting is too white, according to Meat Eater magazine. We all knew that, of course. Uh, The energy system is inherently racist, Advocates, uh, advocates say. How are utilities responding to calls for greater equity? Utility just fishing totally racist. The racism and resilience behind today's salmon crisis. <laughs> I don't know if there's any end to this article. I mean, this guy's just putting all these together for us. AI, of course, can be racist, sexist, and creepy. AI is uh, is coming. It's it's the it's the newest thing. It's coming out there. It's 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 literally going to overtake the world. AI is artificial intelligence. Un. What the stuff it can do It's mind-boggling People are just still trying to figure it out It's it's crazy what AI is doing Of course it's racist And it's absolutely sexist, homophobic And all the rest of it Uh, STDs aren't safe, of course And they're also racist Monkeypox is a racist name Can't have that Dietary moderation, completely racist. The racist roots of fighting obesity. <laughs> yes. Prescribing weight loss to black women ignores barriers to their health. Stop it. <laughs> Quit coming against obesity. That is racist. I mean, it's, it's incredible what these people come up with. Like, how... They spend their time <laughs> trying to find a way to play the race card. I mean, you did not know they could stretch this far, did you? It's, it's mind-boggling, is it not? I mean, seriously. Trying to find every kind of stretch imaginable to mankind to pull the race card. Everything is Racist. In some fashion, some form of fashion. It's absolutely all right. And that's why in California, they're trying to get the reparations thing going out there and get $5 million for each eligible candidate and, you know, and get some reparations going out there. Get, you know, pay for all this. Somebody's got to pay for all this racism that's going on. And look, I know there is racism. I'm not saying there's no racism. <laughs> I'm not saying that. There is. And, and it's terrible. And, and we should be, we're all, listen, my opinion, my view, my worldview is that God Himself, created every human being. We're all just human beings. It doesn't matter what color your skin is, zero. That doesn't matter at all. We bleed the same, uh, and it's all created equal under God, with God, by God, not, not evolutionary BS from the primordial soup pond, but by God. And, and that's just the way it is. Now, I understand racism exists, and it's not a laughing matter. Racism is bad, 100%. And so let's want to clarify all that. But all this stuff like that we're talking about here, it's just it's just so dumb. It's just, I mean, come on. Fighting obesity to try to protect somebody's health, and yet somebody comes along and says, well, that's racist. That's just racist. And, I mean, some of them were kind of funny. Pantry porn? I mean, if your pantry is organized and you use... Glass and uh, and Tupperware that's that's racist. I just I did not know. It's unbelievable, Ryan. Um, let's see. Got a couple of texts here on the old Maru text line. The sixteen nineteen project was not based on historical fact. It was based on memory only, said by the author of the book Nicole Hannah Jones. What's up with that? A fairy tale, basically. Yeah, the whole 1619 project they want and they, you know, this is what media does. They want to make everybody make you think everybody's racist and and uh, hates everybody and they just don't Somebody says I can give up running and cycling, but I ain't giving up my coffee and my PB and J. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, the running and cycling I was, th- I, was t- I was telling Julie yesterday, I said, I used to run. I see some people running, you know, down here. I'm like, I used to run. I used to run like four or five miles a day, four and a half. I used to run four to four and a half miles a day. Yeah, not now. Man, I'm I'm a long ways from that. I got to get back into it. And I'm going to. You guys will be proud of me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start exercising again. I'll probably get all slim and trim. Look at. I'm going to do it. But uh, not today. Um, okay. So anyway, you want you want to get involved. You got a couple of minutes left. 918 3646 the number. And somebody else says me too. Now I walk two miles. That's what I do. And I, I love, I really love the walking. Like I, I love it to walk and talk to God and meditate. And sometimes I listen to, uh, podcasts and stuff like that. But anyway anyway and well, let's see is there anything else out there there was i bet there is else i got queued up for you people finance we got to talk about finance man but we got to talk to david he's calling in here he's got to say something we need to hear good morning david how are you buddy
1: hey what's going on you, man working,
0: working. vacation in the working.
1: Show? hey did you do any fishing
0: no i haven't done any fishing
1: well, since it's cool, can't golf. Get that pole, buddy. We I should know it. I there's,
0: there's people fishing in the ocean. I don't I don't know how to do that. I don't either, but you can always try, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> when it comes to fishing, man, let me tell you, I'll do it. But uh, Hey, you want to get yourself in shape? Yes, I do. Put on a backpack and go hiking. Oh, yeah? I tell you what, you, you put on about a 20-pound ruck, and this is what I do because I can't run anymore. Yeah. Because of my knees and arthritis. Okay. So I put on a rucksack and off I go. Off you go. And you'll feel the burn in your legs. You'll feel your lungs filling up with David, David, David,
0: David, David. Listen, I feel the burn when I walk up one flight of stairs. Okay. I don't need a 20 pound backpack. <laughs> I feel the burn. Okay. You already I already got that 20 pound backpack and huh? that 20 pound pack. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Dude.
1: Well, okay, you got me on that one. I guess I don't. I don't have that. Anyway, but yeah. I
0: mean, one uh, day when I'm as slim and trim long. as you, I can get the backpack on. Okay, but today it's just yeah. finding some. You know, finding a pair of stairs or a little mount, a little hill, and I'll be all right.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Yeah. Well, try the backpacking at a maybe a five pound run. How about that?
0: Okay. All right. Yeah,
1: you go backpacking with me, you will fall out. I guarantee you. No, I'm not. That's a good way to get. That's a good way to get in shape. Trust me, man. Oh, I don't doubt it. Keeps me going. I don't doubt it. I don't
0: doubt it a bit.
1: So anyway, well, look, man, you keep having fun on your vacation. All right.
0: I'm going to do it. All right, brother. You take it, David. Twenty pound backpack. You kidding me right now? (sighs) Um. So Senator Langford nailed Janet Yellen. I talked about this a little bit last week, and and of course I was going to play this for you, but I can't do it because it's echoing. But he asked Janet Yellen, you know, of course the feds came in and saved the uh, Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank or whatever they did. They saved all the depositors, you know, rescued them, right? And some of these were, of course, Chinese people and whatever, the Chinese Communist Party people. and. God only knows. Anyway, so the so senator's like, look, so all my community banks in Oklahoma, are you telling me now that all the depositors will be covered no matter how big their deposit is? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, that's not exactly what I'm saying. If the FDIC board and me and the president all decide to do that, then we will. But otherwise, no, you're you're still, you know. And so he's like, well, hang on a minute. Is this not incentivizing everybody that has a giant deposit in a small community bank to take that money out and put it in a big bank. Because what you're saying now is the big banks are going to be covered and secured and, and bailed out, if you will. I mean, he nailed it to the wall. It was, it was really good uh, on the senator to do that. And he's like, it's a concern. Like, what, you know, if I've got $5 million in a community bank and the feds aren't going to cover it except $250,000, unless it's a big bank. How is that not incentivizing the big depositors to go somewhere else? And what's that going to do to the small community banks? It's a good question. She had no really good answer for that. So something needs to happen. I saw this morning how uh, a ton of banks are uh, insolvent, upside down. Steve Bannon says a bunch of them are upside down. Some of the bigger ones out there. And so I don't. I don't know what's going to happen with this deal. It's again. This is you know. Pfft. Some of this stuff you just kind of wait and let it play out, see how it's going to happen. Because you know we can all sit around and pontificate, but you might be wrong if you do that. Might be wrong. Might be wrong. Did I did I read this to you people last week? I'm going to read this to you on our on our parting moments. You ladies, listen to this. I think it's spot on myself. Dale Parkridge tweeted this out last week. The degree of a woman's modesty will demonstrate her self-worth. Listen to this. If she covers her body, she understands her value. If she flaunts her body, she believes she's worthless and is starving for approval and validation. It's that simple. So I'll let you just ponder on that. Is that the case? The women that flaunt it, are they insecure and, and you know needing some validation? Why else would they do that? Something to think about. It. I don't know. I, it's probably right. Anyway, that's going to do it for us this morning. I hope you guys have a fantastic. Did I even look at your weather forecast? I did not, did I? I just got so busy going. It was 32 degrees this morning. I was going to tell you about some of the temperatures around the state because it was kind of weird. The coldest spot is not in the Panhandle today. It's down in Worcester. It's below freezing right now in Worcester at 30 degrees. And it's 32 in Broken Bow. And it's warm everywhere else. Not warm, but it's 39 in Oakmoge. It's normally the other way around, isn't it? The Panhandle's the coldest, but not now. The Panhandle is the warmest. Buffalo, 45 degrees out there. It's amazing. I know, so interesting. Well, that's going to do it for us. We're out of time. We're going to get into Tradio Tricia is standing by. You guys have a good Monday.